Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and the Separate Sounds. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a nonlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. Today we've wrapped up season two of Animated, which makes it the first second season that we've completed. That's right. And you know, it's just another adventure with our our, our good pals, the Autobots, and their normal, regular, uh, made of flesh human friend, Sari, who has normal uh, bones and organs. <laughs> Think about how incredible it would have been if it got canceled after season two. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the last image we're left with. Oh sh that would have Dad? been that would have been something else. <sighs> that would have been like Twin Peaks How's Annie shit, right? Just like you'll never know until fucking forever later. Ugh. Yeah, so we watched the last three episodes of Transformers Animated Season 2, Sorry, No One's Home, and then A Bridge Too Far, Parts 1 and 2. Or excuse me, A Bridge Too Close. I forgot about yeah. the, the, the play on words there. It's the the twist! The, the little joke. Um. So, you know, there's a lot of shit that happens in this finale here, but before that, we have to do um, Home Alone. It's the Home Alone episode! Complete with Joe Pesci. Really? Uh, Mixmaster's performance is based on Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah, right. I was about to say, like, in what role? <laughs> no, he's just, sort of a, he's just sort of a Pesci-esque figure. Yes, yes, he is. And, you know, one of the things that struck me when I was watching these episodes was, like, I'm, I'm still so bummed that the Constructicons never got any toys from the animated line because that's that, crazy i know it's it's one of those things where it's like they just never got around to it um they guess i guess they weren't really like a a big priority i'm sure that in season but they four make toys for everything they make toys for shit that never shows up ever I, I would imagine that the plan was in season four when spoilers the direction they were going obviously is the devastator would be a thing I would imagine that they were planning on making a Devastator toy and just using them then, but, like, season four of the show never happened. Um, but, yeah, because we had, there's, there's concept art of animated Devastator, like, we know that that was the plan, but, uh... Yeah, you are much more of an animated head than I am, yeah, so I, I know, you, you know much more of the, like, non-canon stuff than I've I read do. all three of the Allspark Almanacs, I've read the fucking, uh, I have, actually haven't read the Stunticon job, but I've read most of the post-canon stuff. Oh, can I tell you, and you can decide whether or not to include this in the final recording or mm. not, The cr a crazy story from my friend? Sure. Um... So I have several friends in the Transformers franchise who mostly write reader insert um, porn. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and 
One of them has a friend who I don't know, but who is a lesbian and got an unintentionally hilarious comment on their Transformers fuckfic. Uh-huh. Um, and the comment is, this is nice. Rant, can I just say how annoying the whole Val plus Spike thing is sometimes? It's usually in most of all stories I read. It's th- is this canon or just a popular fan? <laughs> it just feels <laughs> exclusive to gays and lesbians. Oh, only great to buys. But this this is nice. Is this canon? Is this... <laughs> Is this canon? Is Is it canon? Is this how they fuck in the show? John Hasbro, is it canon (laughs) that they have pussies and dicks? Is this this true? John? Is John Hasbro, is this true? Holy shit. Is it canon? That's fucking amazing. Uh, Oh my god. We'll We'll never know. But yeah, so... Sorry, I, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> once we uh, once we get to season three of animated, I'll do a lot. I'll do like a whole our our season wrap up for that is just going to be me talking a lot about the sort of scattered bits of of animated ephemera that exists like after the show ends because there are some things. Um, and sure, and we have a we have an outline of what season four was going to be, and man. It sounds so cool, and I'm so. We mad. could have had it all rolling in the deep. And you know what? You know what? It. You know what it was that destroyed it. The worst movie, Revenge of the Fallen, because <laughs> Hasbro wanted wanted an animated to scoot out of the way. So Michael that, Bay release your occasion. <laughs> so that oh, here comes here comes Revenge of the Fallen, and just like a, takes a fat wet shit all over everybody. It's like there you go. Anyway, we love it. Yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> um. I have some questions for Bumblebee in this episode. Um, okay. So we start off here, and, you know, it's like, sorry, sorry and Prowl are running this obstacle course. Uh, sorry's not great at it. Prowl's obviously very good at it because he's a, a cyber ninja. Um, and there's a, so Bulkhead comes in really mad because there's a drip sound that is just constant. And it's coming wanna... from Bumblebee. Oh. Well, I do want to point out that, like, Prowl's going through this course first, and Asari's like, well, if a big robot can do it, I can do it, too. And she cannot. No, uh, she is but a normal, small human child with, with regular bones and organs, as I said before. Oh, yeah. I forgot I forgot about, like, Bumblebee's Excel Saga side story. What in is this going- episode? Okay, so there's a lot <laughs> the- of... Okay. Massive blood loss. Yeah, there's a, this episode. He's got a <laughs> just a hole in his arm that is leaking oil, which oil and like at, at incredible velocities. Yeah, like it, it, it. There's a bit later where he's there's just a yes. colossal oil slick around him. It's like, buddy, you should be unconscious. But yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah Bulkhead is really. I'm. I'm with Bulkhead here. I hate the sound of dripping water, and he is so mad about it. He's like, "Get that shit fixed. I'm stop leaking everywhere, you fucking slob." Yeah, I mean, listen. When the guy's got a point, he's got a point, right? Yeah, and like, he, you know, Ratchet says he should come in for a tune-up, and Bumblebee's like, "No, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm in perfect working order." Then he waves his arm and sprays oil everywhere. Uh, the only reason this doesn't become a bigger issue is because the news. 
Yeah, it doesn't really come up that much, really. It it only comes up here, and then um, later when the Constructicons yeah. follow it home like a fucking stink trail on a pie. Yeah, the comedic mass of blood loss. So, okay, we should we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about the oil, okay? Because okay. this is another. It's a problem. Uh-huh. So uh, here's here oil before. Uh, it was like beer. It was like alcohol. It was delicious beverage. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, that, to be fair, that has always been the case for Energon. Yeah, I guess that's Energon true. Energon has always been substance and also blood and well, like, energy it's, it's and t- plasma. Well, it's like because it, that one's different because like one Energon is like a nebulous energy thing, but also like it's glowy and you can definitely tell when it's like blood energon versus like energon people are eating or whatever right like it's it's treated differently i mean it's treated i mean i would argue it's that oil is treated differently here too they are licking the blood oil though they are slurping it when they're following the trail back they're licking it all right. Well, to be fair, is Bumblebee <laughs> full Mixed of Miller, Miller, Miller. degenerates? They are. They are true fucking freaks. But like, is Bumblebee just full of Miller High Life, the champagne of beers? I think the better question is: Is all of them full of Miller High Life, the champion ah, of beers? Delicious. If only Mindwipe were in this, uh, were in this fucking or Ratbat were in this continuity, he'd be. Ha- Wait, no. I forgot there is a rat bat later, but he doesn't suck anybody's blood. Sad. Bummer. I miss rat bat. <laughs> I miss rat bat. I, it's really funny that he was a senator. Um, it's even funnier when he holds power and he's always like that, though. Which he's is the literally case Mitch some... McConnell. What are you talking about? It's very <laughs> on point that he's a senator. <laughs> that man is literally Mitch McConnell. It's funnier when he's like a senator or a leader of some kind. But he's just always the bat. Like, he doesn't get transmogrified into the bat like an Eddie W. Because, like, yeah. sometimes he is, a, he is a leader, but he's just a little bat. I do, like, though it is really funny in IDW that he gets a sound wave assigned alt form. Yep. Uh, he gets he gets the surgery. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the news interrupts this talk about Bumblebee's leak. Uh, the Constructicons have reappeared. If we'll remember... A bulkhead blew them up and it like wiped their memories. So they're just kind of they're on like a bar crawl, basically, is what they're doing. Yeah, uh, that's a I would say a very generous legal description of what they're doing. Well, actually, what they're trying to do because they remember one thing. They remember one singular thing from their past, and it's that they had a really, really good drink of oil somewhere but they can't remember where that is so they're trying to figure out where it is yeah um meanwhile like the autobots are already halfway convinced that they're working with megatron for no reason they're like well it's like they kind of dropped off the map they don't really know what's going on they're like yeah but they're the ones who fucked them up anyway they're just like well we should probably go and get them before the decepticons do um but and uh, oh, and also they leave sorry at home because it's dangerous, right? And some for some reason this time she actually listens. Yeah, she's like, oh, fine, whatever. Um, I she think decides. I think like 
Optimus, Optimus is specifically like, hey, do you remember like the last time that they were around and how they like shorn your uh, pigtail off? That's, yeah, it's like, do you remember that time you almost got decapitated? And I think that she's like, all right, fair. Uh, but of course, they're the only ones who saw the Constructicons. We see Megatron send Blitzwing out after them because he's like, oh, hey, those guys, I should probably get them. They're, they they might come in handy. Yeah. Um, um, this is so Bumblebee's still leaking. And he, like I said, he leaks a trail all the way back to the factory. Um, Bulkhead is sick of that shit. So he just slaps a bumper sticker over the gash in his arm and that fixes it for now <laughs> for now for long uh-huh. for long um sorry is really annoyed about being left home alone until until she realizes, she realizes uh-huh oh wait she's, it's, it's she's been little, left all alone yeah it's literally the moment man i can't believe they left me home alone wait shit i can't believe they left me home alone I'm going to eat every piece of chocolate in this factory and no one's going to stop me. And you know what, folks? She does. It's really nice that the Autobots got her some, like, vending machines. I presume that it's not actually, like, money-based. That it's just, like, she has a a candy limit imposed by someone. Like, probably Ratchet. (laughs) Ratchet or Prowl or Optimus. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not Bumblebee. Or Bulkhead. No. But uh, she uses the key to just make it spray out all the goddamn candy. But um, meanwhile, we get... It's Halloween every day, baby. We get Mixmaster and Scrapper uh, following that trail. It's like, ah, shit, here's some oil. Maybe this leads to the place we had that real good shit. So they go. Country Um, roads. Oh, yeah. Also, I I forgot to mention a really funny thing that Megatron does hand Blitzwing a, a barrel of the good stuff to, to lure them back to the Decepticons. Oh, yeah. He yeah, knows he's what's like, up. I, he, uh, I've got this on lock. He's like, I, I know, look, I know exactly what will sway them to my side. It's literally just this. And he is also correct. That's right. He he understands. He understood the assignment. So really a terrible union contract that the con- constructor cons get the first time. This is literally that bit in the Simpsons uh episode where they're they're going to give up the dental plan for the keg in the break room. Yeah. Dental plan, sorry needs braces. Dental plan, sorry needs braces. Anyway, Mixmaster melts the fucking door in cuz he can, he can do that. Um which is like less of melting in and just sort of melting away. Yeah, he just sprays acid. Yeah. It's not that, like, the door comes off its hinge or whatever and, like, goes over. It's just gone. So they're busting in, and they're looking to see. Um, and, yeah, sorry isn't here. She's got her headphones in. Oh, God, she can't hear the, the, the cement mixer coming. <laughs> she, has, she has AirPods in. <laughs> and uh, she literally almost runs into them as the construction hunters are like, have we been here before? This feels weirdly familiar. And also, I don't think good things happened here if we have been here before the now, vibes are Sar- bad yeah sorry's reaction when she does almost literally run into them is pretty good i have to say yeah um which is to say she does what every little girl does in a situation where she's around adults that she doesn't like and she just opens her mouth inhales as deeply as she can and shrieks and they take this as like a sonic attack. Uh, uh, yeah, a sonic assault. 
Which I guess it kind of was. Yeah, and uh, we get, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they are stunned by this, and she runs away. Yeah, not only are they strange adults, she doesn't know. They're also like thirty feet tall. <laughs> they're yeah. The Constructicons are so big, even compared to other Decepticons, they're fucking huge. And they almost decapitated her the last time she saw yeah. them. And you know they aren't like trying to kill her or whatever. They're mostly just like, ah, God, what the fuck is that thing? Yeah. Again, they can't remember anything. They just yeah. want oil. But and they're like, ah, oh, shit. Maybe, maybe that weird shrill creature knows where the oil is. Yeah. Though, uh, uh, Scrapper's like, I think maybe this is why we don't remember anything. <laughs> uh, but Mixmaster's like, maybe, but oil good. So yeah, but gotta get that good shit. Uh, Bumblebee assaults ball bearings. a random uh, cement mixer. Yes, and then um, Spark Plug. Bumblebee is hospitalized. Yeah, well, Sparkplug is driving it, except he has a surfer voice for some reason. Yeah, what was that? I had a weird, like, yeah, we have, we want to do our cute Easter egg because this guy, this design has appeared before. I think he was in the um, the Space Barnacles episode. But yeah, this voice that comes out of him is just like, "Hey, dude, what are you doing, bro?" Oh, no, sorry. Um, The actual line I have here is, dude, why are you wailing on my truck? (laughs) Why does he sound like that? I was like, what's happening here? Uh, Classic Detroit accent. Bro, what are you doing here? (laughs) That's what Detroit sounds like in the future. Go Pistons. Um, But yeah, so yeah, then (laughs) that sticker pops off and literally a torrent of oil just comes pouring out and soaks the entire road. It's like you should be un- you should be dead, Bumblebee. You're a little guy. You don't got that much blood in you, boy. Now, the other option that we've seen oil used for before is mm. uh in the races. True. Where we said it was a big sloppy shit probably. Yeah. So maybe maybe he just says IBS. Out of his arm? Yeah, why not? Get that shit checked out, man. That's, I don't know. There's some weird shit going on with you, Bumblebee. What, you think he has an asshole? You think this robot has an asshole? Is that canon? <laughs> is it canon? Is it canon? <laughs> or is it just fanon? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, uh, Sari is hiding in her room, and she's trying to formulate a plan. Oh, also, Blitzwing, uh... Now, Blitzwing got explicit orders from Megatron's like, hey, go find the Constructicons, get them back here, don't fuck with the Autobots, I don't need that heat right now, I'm almost done with this plan, like, just get the get the idiots and come back here. But, you know, Blitzwing, he can't help it, he wants to, he wants to get in, his, he wants to get in that scrap, you know? To be fair, Megatron sent the tank jet. Yeah, this is not a subtle machine. He's really his only subtle guy is on Cybertron right now. He doesn't have his his choices right now are pretty limited. Is in terms of like subtle guys, it's Blitzwing and Lugnut, very unsubtle fellows. These two, maybe if Black Arachne was more of a team player, 
She's things. not even on the team at this point. Yeah, no, she's just off doing her own shit. Like she is yeah. not. She's basically never mind not, team player. Yeah, she's basically just not a Decepticon anymore. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, no, Blitzwing gets in, gets into a fight with the Autobots. Meanwhile, uh, Sorry decides it's time to do some Home Alone shit to fight these giant robots. Yeah, she has um, a war council. Yeah, she... Which she... is, like, distressing. We should examine that, why Sari is so um, imperialist. I, I don't know. I mean, Sumdak is, is uh, big into, like, World War II films or something. I don't know. Well, he's certainly into the police state, isn't he? That's right. He loves it. Um, but yeah, her, her, pla- her plan here... Um, I've got a few notes, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, do, do you accept the constructive criticism? Sure. It sucks. That's yeah. not constructive. She she skates out on her rollerblades uh, and whacks Mixmaster with the hockey stick, which doesn't do anything because he's a big <laughs> robot. And, and she literally looks at them and goes, that was as far as I got with my plan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thankfully, she remembers some other things. Um She's able to skate away. Yeah, she gets away. And she Um, remembers... Well, I I just really quickly, uh, as she skates away, um, I want to mention the line from Mixmaster here, which is um, after she, like, breaks the thing, like, uh, uh, Mixmaster's like, I think you're right. I think that is the reason everything went shit terrible. Yeah. Uh, The last time we were here. Um... But, uh, Scrapper's like, uh, grow a backhoe and let's get some oil. Yeah, oh yeah, grow a backhoe. Also, at some point, Mixmaster says, what What the front loader is going on here? Oh, he does. He does, and he is front. Is so heavy on that F. It is, what yeah. the front end yeah. loader is going- was that? <laughs> Let him curse. I want to hear- it makes best to go, what the fuck was that? So it's it's time for some hubble shenanigans. You know, we get all of our all of our setup things. We have the obstacle course, we have the oil. She uh she tricks them into like, you know, she lays a oil trap because they love the oil. Then she spills it on them and sets up the obstacle course to completely whip their asses, because they are not prowl. These these two are not um Especially as Cybertron's finest. No, they don't. They're not have... Cybertron's anything. To be fair, yeah, they literally, they literally later, they literally don't know what Cybertron is. Yeah, when they're you know, when Megatron's making his be- big speech, they're just like, "What is Cybertron? I don't know what that is." Um, they're like, "Hell yeah, what's Cybertron?" <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I don't know what he's talking about. And uh, yeah, so they they are literally spanked out of the fucking factory like the 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 metal claws spank them on the ass uh let me see um there's also (laughs) a line here before where i I can't remember oh where uh sorry after her first failed attempt is watching them almost break her tv right and she's like you could destroy the factory, but I draw the line, and all I could think about was that community meme. <laughs> I can accept racism, but I draw the line at destroying my TV. 
To be fair, Bulkhead destroys the factory like every other Tuesday. This is normal. Um, Blitzwing is doing something. Elsewhere, Blitzwing is doing something to Bulkhead. I don't know what that is. Uh, he's Yeah, he's doing something all right. He eventually takes Ratchet hostage to like cool the Autobots down. And then Megatron calls him and is like, hey, what the fuck did I say? Can you tell... Hey, Blitzwing, can you tell me the one thing I told you to do? Blitzwing's like, all right. I uh, gotta go. Bye. And he just leaves. Yeah. And this is... Right. This is the point where, where they finally get spanked out of the uh, factory. Yeah, yeah before <laughs> they they, tr- they fall on some oil. That's what she does. She uses uh, yeah. like, spilling this, oil. My, my note here was, I think this is a hate crime. <laughs> it feels like it. Um, yeah. She also says on the way out, where she, as as she watches them like leave, where she's like, "Wow, this hero stuff is really tiring," and it's like, "This is not hero stuff, beloved." It really is. You were not the hero here. <laughs> they just wanted a drink. They would have left if you. I bet you they would have left if you just gave them a drink, or at least been like calm, you know. Get like literally done none of this. You would have been fine. Um, but yeah, they they run off, and the Autobots return. And at first, Optimus is very relieved that Sari is fine and unharmed. Uh, she fought the Constructicons off. And then they go inside and find all of the fucking candy wrappers and shit strewn across the floor. Also, uh, we, we didn't talk about it, but, like, she's almost unable to move because of how ill this chocolate makes her oh, in yeah. the episode. Yeah, she is immobilized. She is um, fucking lost in the sauce. She will never change. She will never improve. That is a promise. Oh, she'll change, all right. Well, <laughs> mm. she'll never improve. That is a promise. Um, but yeah, then then Mixmaster and Scrapper run into a weird guy, but he's got some really good oil. So you the know. Uh, the Decepticons just absolutely crushing the uh, recruitment war, if nothing else, just yeah. dominating the recruitment war. I guess the Autobots have Rekgar, but he's at the bottom of the of of. Uh, late one of the Great Lakes right now, so like, and they know. don't know that, so yeah, they think he's dead. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. We literally get like a like the Looney Tunes circle around Blitzwing and the boys as they walk back. Yeah, that's all, folks. Which brings finale us, time. Oh boy, a lot of shit. A lot of shit happens in this fucking finale. Yeah. So bridge bridge to close part one. We start. At an incredible point, yes, uh, where the Constructicons immediately at the start of this episode have completed construction on the space bridge, which, like, goddamn, that is that is unbeatable five star Yelp review service. Cannot like, beat. They're really good. They're really good at what they do. There's a reason yeah. Megatron was like, I need these guys. It's it's not much, but it's honest work and it's fast. I can tell you that much. So like that is it is such watching these like in a row without pause. That yeah. is such an incredible transition. <laughs> and I do choose to believe it is like the next day. I think so, it's like, in like three hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as a reward, they're getting their Decepticon brands and we get to see a little bit of the of the Decepticon Oath, which is like basically just swearing your loyalty to Megatron and the Decepticon cause to liberate Cybertron from the Autobots. Which is yeah. interesting. That it's weird. I, I guess the implication is that once Cybertron is back in control, 
Megatron would begin to spread Cybertronian influence across the galaxy. That's usually what he wants to do. You know, a great Cybertronian empire or whatever. But right now his goal is just Cybertron. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Megatron's goals in most of the cartoons are not all that well defined. But in this one, he's like, we're going to get Cybertron. We're going to we're gonna overthrow the Autobots. We're going to take back control of it. And then we'll see where we go from there. Yeah. It's important to have steps in your goals. You can't be thinking too far ahead. Yeah. Listen, it's a, it's a five-year strategic plan. That's what Prime Megatron's problem is. He's always thinking about crazy shit like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be so full of Unicron juice. <laughs> and I'm going to fucking beat Optimus until he's on his knees in front of me and then I'm gonna uh, and we can't figure out if what happens next is canon or not and then I'm going to discharge the sexual energy somewhere and probably it's who's ever closest to me whether that's Optimus or Starscream or Shockwave or Dreadwing I don't really give a shit god um so they get to the and by the way the Decepticon uh, Ratchet the thing he did with the Energon was hot Oh man, the the Megatron Ratchet stuff in later Prime is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to steal your boyfriend, Prime. So fucking weird. There is a lot of really weird psychosexual stuff going on with Prime Megatron, just in general. So he's a weird. He's an odd duck, that's for sure. But this Megatron, yeah. he's got of, his shit together. A lot of untapped energy that he really just sort of discharges off on anyone who's uh, who's closest to him. I love that the Decepticon brand gives fucking you Jack. colors. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just always ready to fucking beef with anybody and everybody. It does not matter who. But yeah, so the Decepticon brand gives you evil colors. By the way, it does. It makes you it makes you green and burble. Yeah, and it gives you red eyes. All right. <laughs> Yeah, very, very useful. Um, they're holding can- Blitzwing and Lugnut are holding candles during this, by the way. Which is definitely on Lugnut's insistence. Oh, yes. He's like, it's important. We must stand on ceremony. Ritual. Ritual. Um, and they're turning, um, you know, they're turning on the space bridge. It's time to turn on the space bridge. But oops, it doesn't work. Um, now, Sumdak has not actually purposely sabotaged a space bridge at this point. I don't think um, so. I think they just fucked it no. up. No, he's just, like, stupid. Or, he's not stupid, he just, like, doesn't get Cybertronian technology. Yes. Um, so they need an expert in Space Bridge technology. Um, who must be on Cybertron, right? Oh, God, that, yeah. So before we get this scene with Shockwave, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's time to welcome five beautiful new friends <laughs> into the world. They're gonna piss on the moon. Uh, we got up to the moon. Uh, where that's right. They're gonna piss on the moon. Starscream has finished the ultimate exercise in fucking narcissism by making. Uh, no, five... that's just one of them. God, that's true. Five clones of himself. Uh, each of them that uh, none of them will ever be named in the show, but. Uh, they all have names, and they all they all look like guys we've seen in the past. Um, Skywarp is the coward. Yeah, Skywarp is the coward. Thundercracker is the egomaniac. Is the narcissist, yep. Sunstorm is the sycophant. Ramjet is the pathological liar. 
And Slipstream is question marks. So Slipstream is a lovely, fairly intelligent female seeker who is the one who has to point out to Starscream as the other clones start displaying their personalities that they are each a trait of his personality. So he goes over to her and goes, oh yeah? So which one are you? And she goes, don't ask. So... What's going on there, Starscream? The literal gay part? Like, I think so. <laughs> just literally the gay part? I, I don't... You know, he contains multitudes, as as demonstrated here. <laughs> That's right. He's multidimensional. He's bringing all of them to life with little shards of his Allspark shard in, in the middle of his forehead here. Um... And yeah, so they, I, but, and you know, we, we unfortunately don't get too much time with uh, Thundercracker and Skywarp, as we'll see shortly. But I do love all of these clones. I especially love uh, Sunstorm and Ramjet, who are very funny. I think, because. Which one is Ramjet? Ramjet is the liar. Oh, right. He's the gray one. Um, who says, I am the original Starscream, and, and Starscream goes, no, you're not, I am. And Ramjet goes, I never said I was the original Starscream, what are you talking about? Goofy. Uh, but yeah, so they all fly off to, uh, to, you know, or they, they, no, they don't fly off yet, they're just, they're just arguing. This is where we get Megatron calling Shockwave, and being like, hey, uh, I have a big ask, I need you to locate the the pri like the the premier space bridge expert on Cybertron and somehow get him here and Shockwave's like no problem boss I got good news and bad news <laughs> yeah so he looks through his fucking Rolodex real quick and he's like huh <laughs> uh yeah so he's not on Cybertron he's on Earth uh and here's a picture of him and as he puts he puts up a picture of Bulkhead. Which really shouldn't surprise anyone at this no. point. He he specifically said he wanted to be a space bridge engineer. Um, and yeah, the fact that no one knows this is just a is just a real condemnation of all the Autobots not taking interest in their friends' hobbies. And you know the big the big issue with Bulkhead here, much to the detriment of the Autobots in these two episodes, is that no one specifically with Bulkhead, no one takes him seriously about basically anything. Yeah. Um, and so he has Blitzwing and Lugnut. He dispatches them to, uh, to, to capture him. But, and, but he asks them to, uh, oh no, Megatron actually sets out to capture Bulkhead personally. And then he sends Blitzwing and Lugnut to pick something up from some Dak Tower that we don't know what it is yet. Um, and the- uh, that he's going to use to... Yeah, blackmail he, yeah he says he says it's, it's he says it's to keep bulkhead in line we don't know what it is yet but it's something that you know um and then blitzwing points out that like hey probably not great idea to leave some deck alone with the two new guys who are you know a little uh stupid and, and Megatron, like and very much not immune to propaganda yeah as we've seen <laughs> literally uh I got them to get follow me with a, a barrel of oil, and it will not be hard for the genius scientist to figure out a way to trick them into letting him out. And Megatron's like, hmm, that's a good point. So he just duct tapes Sumdak to his fucking cockpit and flies off. And then Sumdak died from G-forces. Um, but someone overhears this conversation. Oh shit, who's that? 
It's that blue guy. Here from... he comes. Here comes Speed Racer. <laughs> it's that blue guy from Velocity. Um, yeah, we, this is when we cut over to the auto base and we see Bulkhead working on a lovely little Cubist painting of Sorry. Of course he has blue paint and pronouns. Despite the... And everyone fucking shits on it. No one gets it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Um, what? One of you... Look. Oh, the art, or the painting. Yeah, no, they they all shit on his painting. Yeah, they're so mean to my boy Bulkhead. Um, because and they all backseat artist him. They all fucking have their own little suggestions. Like, um, Bumblebee wants warm colors. Fucking Ratchet wants cooler colors. Prowl's like, put a tree in it. Optimus says it needs a caption so people can tell what it is. <laughs> uh alt text yeah um he he actually he he because like we see the start of it it's like a very classical picasso painting right and then a classic style like cubist painting and then once you know he he's furiously painting and after all the feedback what results looks more like a fucking edvard munch painting it looks like the scream yeah and you know he he's talking um afterwards uh he like takes a walk with sorry um mm-hmm. and she's like why did you change it he's like i just want to make everyone happy and she's like okay but that's not making you happy so what's the point it's, like you gotta, you it's gotta, a sweet you, moment yeah it's like look man an artist doesn't do things because they want to please the people around them an artist does the things that feel good to them it's what they want to do you don't got to care about what they think and then Bumblebee runs up and is like, yeah, you don't gotta care what I think. Uh, sure, I think it looks like shit and sucks and fucking sinks. And sorry, guys, you can help less. You can shut up now. You can t- you can stop talking. And don't worry, he does, because we get Mr. Blue, Blue Racer in again, who does m- more talking than anyone else in this show. That's right, it's animated blur. He's well, here. Actually, yeah, well, actually, first, uh, Megatron shows up. He's here. Like before, oh, you're right. Blur, yeah, Megatron literally just attacks them. Um, he just shows up. I love Animated Megatron is the best one. He will literally just pull up and start blasting. He doesn't give a shit. Right. The the argument that sorry that that Blur interrupts later on is whether or not some doc is working with Megatron. Yeah, because when he transforms, uh, some doc is now fucking tied across his chest as a human shield. Right. And um, Sorry's like, he's a human shield. What are you talking about? And Bumblebee's like, I know how humans work. That's <laughs> that's oh how they do it. That's the sign of working together <laughs> willingly. Yeah, so everyone, you know, Bulkhead is fighting Megatron. Bumblebee gets distracted because this is when that mysterious blue guy shows up. And Bumblebee's like, oh shit, I knew it. He's a Decepticon. Um, and so he gives chase. And abandons uh, Bulkhead to fight Megatron alone. And then, yeah, he corners... He abandons his boy. He abandons his boy. And then Blur, because, surprise, that it blue is guy blur. is Blur. That's right. Um, and who who is indeed voiced by John Machida Jr., who voiced Blur in G1. He is the, he's the, he's the Micro Machines guy, the talk fast man. And, uh, um, yeah, he... And he's also a member of the Elite Guard. Yes, he is specifically an Elite Guard intelligence officer, which I wonder who his superior is. That's probably not Yeah, important. I wonder who he gets shipped with a lot. 
Yeah, I wonder. I wonder who he. I wonder what the most. To. I wonder what the most popular ship in animated was. I wonder who he's been feeding. All <laughs> I'm of this winking intel he's so been, aggressively. Yeah. I wonder who he's been feeding all of this intel he's been gathering on Megatron too. <laughs> Hmm. Oh boy! Who <laughs> can say? But yeah, he's to be. He tells me. Can Bumblebee, I just say though, the fact that like Shockwave just like gives up the ghost at the end of these episodes, like does, so I was just like, why? Why did you do that, dude? No, he just he just wanted he just wanted to get on the get on the gloating. He thought they were done. He thought they were fucking uh, clean through, you know. But he couldn't have expected. He couldn't have expected what happened. Spent millions of years planning this and doing all this shit, and then you just fucked it. Damn, you know, dude! You, you know fucked it like, worse. You did it worse than anyone's ever done it before. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like he's yeah he's been doing it for so long. And he's like, oh, we're almost here. We've almost won. Finally, I can I can see the looks on their fucking faces. But ninety nine percent of grievers uh st- give up, uh, stop bargaining right, <laughs> right before their loved ones come back. Keep begging. But you know, then Omega Supreme happened, and he couldn't have really anticipated that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so Bulkhead gets yeah he gets got he gets taken away. <laughs> um, and yeah, Blur explains that he is he is a Cybertron Elite Guard member, like stationed on Earth to uh to monitor megatron's activities he explains all this very quickly that's his uh you know it's it's blur we, kn- yeah. we know what his jo- the joke of blur fast. right and the, you know the joke being like at the end of it he goes on or whatever he's like are you following so far and bumblebee's like no i lost you after you said your name or whatever could yeah, you repeat you- or no he's like could you repeat the last part which last part like everything <laughs> right after you said yeah, your name everything after the name's not zippy all of it uh, yeah. so Bulkhead is back at the Decepticon base and he's like, I'll never work for you, Megatron. And Megatron says, you know, I figured you'd say that. Uh, so I had my boys get, uh, this thing and he, he brings out a headmaster unit and he's like, look, if you don't build me my space bridge, I will hack this headmaster unit, take control of your body and murder all your friends with it. I think Kim's new legs are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, he, oh, I this part where he's like, Mixmaster Scrapper, help me. And they're like, do we know that guy? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't remember that guy. Yeah. Bulkhead, Bulkhead is left basically with no choice but to work on the space bridge. Yeah. He, Megatron literally says you have no friends here, Autobot. Oh, I, you know, I, another, another bit I love from Megatron earlier. What? The thing I like is that he does not know any of these dudes' names because, like, he's like, "I will find this bulkhead guy or whatever." Once Shockwave like tells him about him, yeah, he doesn't know these fucking guys. He doesn't know who Optimus <laughs> Prime is. He may know who Optimus is at this point. He like might be able to remember his name, but he uh, definitely doesn't know anybody else. No, name. he definitely doesn't know any of the other Autobots. He's like he the might short, loud one. He might know Optimus at this point. Yeah, but I mean, again, but, it's uh, it is it is of all <laughs> of all Transformers media, this is the 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 series with the least sexual tension between Megatron and Optimus. Yeah, it's the, they, it's, they don't even know each other. Fuck. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the Mad Men elevator scene. Fucking, I, I don't think about. Oh it at yeah. All. 
I feel, uh, you know, I feel sorry for you. I don't think about you at all. <laughs> that so, one? Yeah. Yes, that one. <laughs> um, so they, you know, Blur explains to the rest of the Autobots what's going on. Um, he knows where the, he knows where the Decepticon base is. And so he, he gives the orders. They're going to, uh, Ratchet and Sorry are going to go to the ship to try and wait. And he, Optimus says this, he says, try to wake him up one last time. He says, wake him up. So keep that in mind. Um, and then, uh, the rest of them are going to go break bulkhead out at the same time. Starscream and the clones fly out. And this is where we get, this is where we get uh, Bulkhead and, and Sumdak talking here, where... Yeah, <laughs> Sumdak's like, oh, I love this great plan of yours, um, yeah, like, he's where like, you're oh, obviously going been... to, like, sabotage it, right? He he says, oh, there must have been some weird mistake that says you were the brilliant space bridge engineer, and Bulkhead's like, are you fucking serious? I'm not gonna take shit from a guy who's been helping Megatron for the past three months or whatever, okay? Uh, I'm just, like, and yeah, you know, some deck's like, yes, we'll make the space bridge. And he's like winking a lot. But, you know. Yeah. Bulkhead. And, and, and Bulkhead's like, no, fuck you. And out of yeah. spite, I'm going to do this perfectly. And then he does. And some deck's like, I are love, you kidding? <laughs> I love this. So I love this so much. Like Bulkhead is t- so sick of everybody going like, ah, oh, the big dumb Bulkhead. He can't do anything right. It's like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna make the best goddamn improvised space so, you've yeah, ever seen. Out of out of out of pride, he absolutely does help Megatron get exactly <laughs> what he wants. And Subdeck is like, what the fuck, man? Uh so the Autobots attack right as they, they turn the, the space bridge on. And they, they are joined uh, in their attack at the same time. Yeah, so they, they pretty quickly get rid of uh Blitzwing and Lugna, they put him in the stasis cuffs. And they bust into the main rooms like, Megatron, we're here to stop you. And then the ceiling explodes. <laughs> and... Well, also, uh, the Autobots get rid of oh, right. yep. Blitzwing, yeah. but they also get fucked pretty quickly up by yeah, Mixmaster. They, they bust and it's like, Megatron, we're here to stop you. And Mixmaster just goes, sport. And uh, they all get stuck to the wall. <laughs> yeah. With oh, that well. sticky icky. Yeah, the, cl- the Starscream and his clones are here, which brings us directly into A Bridge Too Close Part 2. Uh, everything is happening all at once. <laughs> everything happens so much. Yeah, so the clones and Starscream fucking attack. Uh, Bulkhead and Sumdak are trying to deactivate the space bridge. The Autobots are just like, what is fucking happening? So... He has, so they have the same, like, argument again, basically, where, like, some decks, like, why would you do this? And Bulkhead's like, I don't want to hear this from you, the guy who, yeah. like, brought Megatron back to life. Yeah, and I will I lo- say, I will what? say, in some decks' defense, he didn't know that. You know, he didn't yeah. know what person Megatron was, and he didn't even know that he would be bringing Megatron back to life. So, yeah. Bulkhead, I'm sorry, you are actually not correct in this one. <laughs> He's spiritually but correct. They're trying to deactivate the bridge. They, yeah, they're just like, all right, we'll argue about this later. We got to do this shit. Um, all hell has broken loose. There's fu- there's fucking star screams everywhere. Great googly moogly. It's all gone to shit. Thundercracker immediately gets fucking gooped by Mixmaster. 
He gets gooped by Mixmaster. Skywarp gets stasis cuffed by Blur. Uh, but then all of them get stuck together again by Mixmaster. Skywarp, Thundercracker, and Blur are all stuck together. And they all just go through the space bridge. Yes. And Bulkhead, uh, because Blur is caught up with that, like Sky, uh, Bumblebee's like, you gotta get him back. And Bulkhead's like, I don't know if I can, because no one set any goddamn coordinates. Yeah, the space bridge is not uh, aligned yet, which means they could be <laughs> literally anywhere. Um, so it's and, probably and fine. He's, he's trying to get, a, uh, get them back, but Slipstream um, puts him in stasis cuffs? Yeah, so... He he rumbles with Slipstream. He like fucking power bombs her at one point, but no, she's uh, she, she's she good. Re- she reverses the hold and puts the stasis cuffs on him. Um, I, I think she might be the competent part of Starscream, actually. Yeah, which I is think the same as the gay part of Starscream. She's she's the girl boss part of Starscream. <laughs> she is. I mean, clearly, they were trying to imply something queer. Uh huh. <laughs> with uh with Joan ask, but. Uh, Starscream is fighting Megatron one-on-one. Well, for a little bit. Because then Ramjet and Slipstream uh, also gang up on him. And Starscream is literally just about to kill Megatron with his own sword. Which would have been so tight, It would have been be so fair. tight. It would have been but, so tight. It would have been sick. And the what? The, and this, the most shocking save in the world, Optimus... Runs into Optimus with the Megatron. steel chair. Yeah, and even Megatron's like, I didn't, I didn't expect you to fucking save me, and Optimus is like, I'm, I, I didn't save you. you. I stopped Starscream. Yeah, like I'm trying to deny him his victory, so that you can fucking go back to Cybertron and chains instead of getting murdered on Earth by your shithead lieutenant. Who's apparently not a shithead and almost just murdered you. He's really good. Like, yeah. you know, Megatron's like, oh, these fucking clones won't stop me, but the clones are pretty good. It is, like, really funny, and we'll, we'll see a lot more of this in Season 3. Um, but uh, Starscream suffers a bunch of indignities in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but he's... He goes through he, it. He takes a lot of like, He's not, like, cowed by any of it. No. Right? He's just, like, annoyed. And, like, even when he's in really terrible situation and it's like, we're about to kill you for real, he's like, yeah, f- like, just try it. And you're like, we're gonna take the spark shard out of, all spark shard out of your forehead and kill you for real. He's like, I'll see you when I believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Go for it. Try it. Try me. Try me. <laughs> Prime Starscream would be begging for his life, like, yeah. halfway through. Every other Starscream would be, except maybe, um, armada yeah he's he's built different and so is animated starscream yeah he, he's just he's an unstoppable treason bitching machine. machine yeah no cyberverse starscream is the unstoppable bitching machine <laughs> oh man um we're at, so we're on, we're on dinobot island we got ratchet and sorry trying to kickstart this ship and sorry is increasingly confused by how much affection ratchet is showing this ship and he's talking hey, to it. Hey, Ratchet, did you um, did you fuck my my ship, Ratchet? <laughs> did you fuck my ship, Santa? And he's like, yes. Now get now. We gotta move. Um, do you think? Do you think? Do you think Omega and Ratchet explored each other's bodies? 
Quite literally, Ratchet did. In fact, that's I true. We'll see. That's He's... true. That's true. Do you think? Do you think they knew each other biblically? Oh yes. Um, but yeah, they they kickstart the ship and it starts talking in Kevin Michael Richardson's voice. Um, and he hasn't named for a while, but it's it's Omega Supreme. This is Omega Supreme. Yet another character who I'm so sad did not get a toy. Because I love his this design, design is great. It's so good. Like, oh my! I'm just looking at it now. It's like, oh, it's so like nice and and pleasant to look at. I mean, obviously, it would have been a. But you know, they had bigger. They had the big uh, rollout command Optimus Prime. They had the big price point toy sizes. They could have made one, but no. Revenge of the Fallen had to come out. We have to. We have to. <sighs> fucking. We have to fucking market that shit. Um. I just really quickly, I do want to talk about, um, I guess we probably, we did talk about Kevin Michael Richardson when we talked about Prime, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, uh. So he's bulkhead, he's bulkhead in Prime, um, but he's also, I just, as a reminder, Captain Gantu in Lilo and Stitch, which is one of my other favorite roles from him. He is one of the most prolific voice actors out there. He is in, like, everything. Great certainly he's voice actor. yeah um he's also like 20 different things in prime mostly bulkhead but like other things yeah. as well <laughs> he's also a lot of viacons probably like he's just some guys yeah he was oh, makeshift he's, he's really yeah, good makeshift. in this uh, i remember him and now he's been gone forever gone too soon gone <laughs> from makeshift. too op <laughs> you um, were funny <laughs> You were really funny. But yeah, I honestly really love this Omega Supreme. Because, like, you know, Omega Supreme so often, like, the classic Omega Supreme is, like, the, the stoic, almost super robotic voice. Um, But he's just he's just a guy in this show. And he's, he's having so a happy. tough time. He's having a this tough is... time, but he's so happy to hear Ratchet. Yeah, well, that's because they knew each other biblically. That's right. Ratchet, that old man fucked that ship. Um, Can't believe I'm getting canceled. <laughs> is it canon? Um, is it canon? Is it canon? <laughs> or is it just fanon? Is it canon? See, I can't edit that out now because that's going to be the title my of the friend, episode. My, fr- <laughs> my friend like, texted me being like, I've just spent the entire day repeating, is it canon to myself in increasingly <laughs> high pitches? Is it canon? Is it canon? Is it canon? Uh, fucking wonderful. So we, uh, we, get, we get back to the fight. Um, so... Megatron uses Prime as a human shield. This is, is really brutal. Funny. This yeah. is the like shittiest thing I think he's done. Yeah, it's nasty. He's like, "Oh, thanks for saving me, man." Yoink! <laughs> uh, just uses it to block some fire. Yeah, like, he... like, <laughs> right. So, like, Starscream and Megatron are fighting one on one in heavy quotes because Megatron's choice of shield is literally just Optimus's <laughs> limp body. Yeah, um, and also we have Ramjet and Slipstream also there, um, and I, I think also Sunstorm is in the mix. But he he. Oh, by the way, Scrapper has gone to retrieve uh, Lugnut and Blitzwing. But Mixmaster is still here, and he tells uh, Megatron tells Mixmaster to 
uh you know focus on focus on starscream the 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 main one the real one right like get him out of here no the head one the head starscream and professor this is important a minute (laughs) yes and he's like oh my god it's time for some tom kenny on tom kenny violence that's right because he's he fucking climbs into the headmaster unit right as once again starscream has megatron on the on the end of a gun right like he's ready to fucking kill him uh some dak fucking steals his head and he says total ownage noob he quotes he which quotes was our, which is like the only tolerable example of that line i think i could have dealt he's, with he's 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 busting fucking master yeah balls over it. yeah yeah um and but of course you know it's really funny how quickly the clones betray Starscream because they're Starscream. They're all they're all bits of Starscream. Um, well, yeah. So, yeah, his head goes. Go- his head goes. His head is goes, and then very quickly Megatron detaches the uh, Headmaster unit with a well placed cannon blast. Um, so Starscream's body is just like inert, and all of the clones look at that. And look at Megatron and go, oh, uh, Lord Megatron, uh, we are so happy to serve you. I really, the, my favorite bit, because obviously that's uh, Sunstorm going like, ah, glorious Megatron, I'm, I'm so happy we, we've seen the light of your ways. But the best bit is when Randred is standing over Starscream and goes, I'll never betray you, and then just kicks his body. Yeah. <laughs> It just walks over. Ramjet's pretty fucking funny, I have to say. <laughs> so it's funny when a guy just lies for literally no reason. Um, so things have gone really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of all of the Autobots are currently knocked out. Um, the Decepticons just got four new guys, pretty much. Uh, Blitzwing and Lugnut have been released from their from their cuffs, and the space bridge is working again. Because, uh, yeah, guess what? The coordinates they needed for Cybertron, uh, Shockwave has them. He wouldn't believe it, but um, and this is the point where, yeah, so so Megatron's like, I will get the you know put in the uh, coordinates now, and it's like, how could you? I think it's Prowl maybe who's like. But no, bulkhead, bulkhead again is like yes. it's like. But you, how how could you get them? That would mean you'd have someone on Cybertron and Bumblebee's like, yeah, duh, Wasp. We've been through this. We know this. Um, and Shockwave appears on the screen. He's like, no, you don't. It's me. And then Bumblebee looks at him and goes, who are you? <laughs> and then he like transforms into yeah. Longarm, and he's like, your friend, Longarm, bro. And- Bulkhead's like, oh shit, Bumblebee, you contributed to the police state. Bumblebee, he ruined Wasp's life for no fucking reason. Um, yeah, it's very funny that Shock. Once again, Shockwave was just drunk on the victory juice. He's like, oh, we're it's gonna happen. Finally, I get to really get these idiots. Smart guy. It's, like, it's like Shockwave. What a what a moment for your logic to lapse. Prime Shockwave would have never done this. No, <laughs> Prime Shockwave is built so different. <laughs> Um, but God, yeah, I can't fact, wait for he, us to get to more Prime Shockwave. Would, to be, in fact, he wouldn't have been an espionage guy. Prime Shockwave does not do espionage. He is a very straightforward man. That Prime Shockwave. Yeah, he's like, I have covert strategy. It's called gun. <laughs> <laughs> my arm is a cannon the size of a small eighteen wheeler. That is my strategy. It's like, well, no, we need a spy. 
I do not understand that. I do not understand that question. Why I will simply reduce my enemy to a steaming pile of slag. I mean, he does have like the little drones in Prime. He does. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Prowl is doing some ninja shit. He is humming because he can he can use mind over uh, matter shit. Or he's me. he's like trying to like hum the exact correct frequency yeah, to open the locks. Sorry, it's processor over matter. <laughs> Um, we yeah, love we to, love the jargon, folks. He's 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 trying to he's trying to hum the yeah he's trying to phase through the cups. He's trying Mulvey, to hit the brown note. And Mulvey's like, "Shut the fuck up, dude! I'm, that's annoying." Uh, at this point, sorry and Ratchet have Omega Supreme flying again. They get him out of the mountain. Oh yeah, um, he. So he, Omega Supreme arrives on the scene. Um, transforms into root mode and slipstream who is the only one with a brain there besides megatron is like okay fire on his legs get his legs yeah so what happens is first he the art you know teletran one flies in the ship um and all of all of the megatron commands all of the decepticons to attack it and they almost shoot him down and omega can't he's having trouble transforming because it's been a while it's been a few million years yeah, he's making um, the like G one sad old man noises when it comes yeah. to transforming. But they managed to pump him with enough Allspark juices to get him to transform, and man, is it fucking cool! He's made of so many guns. Uh, at some point in the past, he has all the guns Swindle didn't Ra- take. Yeah, he has the he has the rest <laughs> of the guns. All of the guns the Autobots made were in Omega Supreme. Right, uh, right. He took all of them. Rash at some point. Before this, explained to Sari that Omega Supreme, uh, like sacrificed himself to to end the war, and he uh entered a, like a modified stasis lock where he took on the the ship form. Um, so you know, and you think I guess when you think about it, Ratchet's been flying around in his in his boyfriend's comatose body for like two million years. That's weird. Hot. Something's going on there, but uh, he's back. He's back. And he's play. full of guns. <laughs> very you know the, the, is that canon is it canon? is it canon is it canon <laughs> is it uh, canon yeah so omega's having some trouble but ratchet reminds him of who he is he's omega goddamn supreme he and i i like this bit you know where sorry's like jesus this guy this this guy this ship's got attitude problems and, and ratchet's like he's our, he was our last line of defense do you know how, do you know how many people omega supreme has watched die a lot like so many guys so many friends of his have just died around him so yeah he's he's a little sad he's a little bit fucked up about it but you know it's okay and he just fucking wastes all these deceptive. It is okay. The one who gets it the worst is um, Lugnut. Yeah. Good night, Mister Lugnut. Holy <laughs> shit! He gets vaporized. Yeah, it looks like he gets straight up vaporized. You see him flying away a bit later, but damn, he gets a full on blast from Omega's main cannon. I think Sunstorm gets a head butted. <laughs> also, like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. Though I will say, like, the stuff to get there, we did talk about, I mean, the old man groans or whatever, but it does feel, yes. like, legitimately cruel to Omega Supreme. The Ratchet's, yeah. like, it kind of feels like Ratchet's, like, whipping a workhorse. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit! To be yeah, like, he, you he, can he, do he, it, he, dude! 
he deploys these like he like well, shoves he tells, magnets into these things he, and he tells sorry to give her everything she's got with the all spark yeah. key give him, give him every him and it's like oh like dude you can't you can't do that it's like you know it's like i'm sure in either situation ratch would very much like to take it slow we gotta, we gotta stop this fucking invasion. We gotta b- blow up this space bridge. We gotta punch uh, Blitzwing into a billion pieces. We need to vaporize Lugnut. We need to murderize Lugnut immediately. What if he just Vapor- died there? Into a fine mist. Yeah, I was like, like, I literally watched that and like my jaw dropped. I was like, what? <laughs> God, what if all of these... He just killed all of... He does that in the... By the way... Uh, the the Japanese manga for Transformation, the cool, uh, is is called insanely violent. You know all those Starscream clones. <laughs> Omega Supreme murders all of them. Yeah, they die. They die badly. <laughs> they die. Ba- they die badly. Um, <laughs> not here though. Yeah. Uh, but so yes, we, Prowl, Things are things are happening. Yeah, down down in the mine, Prowl is able to actually hit the brown note. Um, he breaks he those cuffs. Breaks those cuffs. Um, this is as Megatron is going to use Optimus as a test because he's like, "Well, just in oh, case yeah. the uh, the uh, the coordinates don't work, go fuck yourself, dude." Um, yeah, I love this line. He's like, uh, "You know, in case the coordinates aren't properly locked in, you know, you'll just float in the round space forever. And if they are locked in, and Shockwave like clinks his claws together, it's like I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, to kill you." <laughs> uh, we should say their plan by the way i don't, I don't know if we ever fully because it's not just like megatron isn't expecting to take over every the whole planet with like six dudes right like that's not his plan right He's, yes his plan is actually extremely smart as we remember he has been uh drawing away the elite guard with all of these like rim world skirmishes from like Decepticon sleeper cells. So his plan is that he's just going to take the main space bridge like Nexus and just literally transport all of his troops back onto Cybertron from like every corner of the galaxy. Yeah. So anyway, Op- Optimus is about to get like so like Yeeted. Megatron Yeeted yeah, Megatron's like tossing space. him up and down in one hand and yeah. Prowl's able to free himself from the stasis cuff uh, quickly enough not to stop Optimus from getting yeeted. Um, but to shut down the stasis cuffs, uh, his, his safe stasis cuffs yeah. as, as that's happening, allowing him to send his um, grapple hook right out, um, like wrap it around Megatron's arm. That's really cool. Um, and use Megatron as an anchor to get himself back through uh, the bridge. Yeah. And at this point, uh, the space bridge is collapsing. Um, and by collapsing, I mean sort of a uh black hole style of situation here yeah it, um, in imploding yeah so megatron gets sucked in it's going nuclear well not quite not quite yet because f- so first after um optimus gets back it starts to shut down and megatron's like mm, needs more juice so he goes over to Starscream. Oh, right. Yeah. I yes, he grabs so. Starscream, who, again, Ugh. just ahead at this point, after Sumdak removed his head from 
using the headmaster, stuck to the wall with master cement. So he grabs Starscream's head, and I thought he was just going to rip the allspark out. But no, what he does is much funnier, actually. He rips rips Starscream's head off the wall, walks over to the power source, and just shunts his entire head in there, which is very good. Um, However, this is, in fact, the opposite of what he... creates the opposite problem of what he had before, because now it's not underpowered but it is overpowered and it's overloading and this creates the black hole yeah this Um, is why it starts exploding uh so megatron gets yeeted through it um um, and attempt and and again hand and unlovable hand tries to grab optimus to go with him yeah Uh, he is he is always trying but it's okay omega supreme is here and you know what he loves to do you know what he loves to do? He loves to sacrifice himself for his friends and ratchets like please god no it is i have to say it, it's pretty hard to watch this scene and not think that ratchet fucked up supremely in this episode he in I like think a he, number of different ways i think he also comes to that conclusion like, yeah for sure he's like oh god i yeah. fucked up so bad um, yeah because omega absorbs all wait. the transwarp energies <laughs> ratchet wake up you fucked up big time omega uh he absorbs all the transwarp <laughs> energy and just fucking whoops away after ejecting ratchet and sorry um which is a bummer but hey everyone else is okay so except great- mixmaxter and scrapper who stayed in the in the cave in to get their oil <laughs> they're oh right yeah like polkett's like are you coming with us and they're like no we gotta save the oil so it's fine everyone who counts is safe um and that is a great end of the season and there's no nothing else that happens in this episode uh, yeah, and they're like, oh, Omega Supreme's still out there somewhere. We can find him. He's like, you know, he's somewhere <laughs> out there. Um, and Sari's holding her arm. It got scratched up when Omega, like, ejected them. And she's like, And she's oh, like, geez. well, I can't wait to have, to go to my human home and have some human ice cream yeah, for like, human I'm gonna dessert. Hug, I'm going to hug my, my father. My uh, human and father. Then, and then, and then she looks at her elbow and oops, the skin is torn. And there's a bunch of fucking me- mechanical shit under there. Uh-oh, sisters. Yep. Uh, and she is horrified. The The way that Sumdeck says we have to talk is like, he's like, oh god, I have to have the talk. Yeah. So you're so, a robot. So when, when a motherboard, when a motherboard yeah. and a silicon wafer love each other very much. Meanwhile, Sari is like, clearly. She's horrified. S- spiraling um yeah there's a there's a post-credit scene by the way oh yeah welcome to <laughs> divorced two they're 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 the get along shirt so megatron it's not so much and... a post-credit scene as just a credit scene the credits play yeah. over this so megatron in the stasis cuffs and starscream is a <laughs> disembodied head are just floating forever uh and have nothing to do but but argue with each other yeah and they sure do and that is the true end of the episode this would be a crazy canceled early season can you god because like there's so many there's so many loose ends not just the sorry thing but like everything else too it's like ah that's it uh, <laughs> fuck you yeah that's season two we have a bunch of questions. Let's power through these really quickly That's because right. there's a lot have... of them and it's a long episode anyway. That's right. Let me check Twitter real quick. Do we get any on x.com, the everything app? Zitter? 
Yeah, Zitter. We have one from Cass. What is cosplay? That ending. That is a crazy ending. Uh, what's the yeah. weirdest secret you've heard about someone? I'm not going to tell you. It's a secret. Oh, no. I'll spill tea about people that none of you know. That's fine. I just um, can't think of anything right now, actually. I think, like, the weirdest secret I know about someone is, like, finding out they cheated on their wife. Uh, he cheated Ooh. on his wife. Um, with someone while she was going through, like, a bipolar episode. Oh, man. Which maybe That's isn't, no like, good. weirdest, but it's pretty fucking bad. It's the wildest one. It's like, it's like, a, it's like information you learn to go, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. A uh, fucking... A little timer pops up in the corner of your vision that just starts counting down. It's like, I don't know what that's for. Yeah. Ominous. Uh, um, and Cass's other question here was, do the Starscream clones unionize? No. Are you <laughs> kidding me? They're all Starscream. They're always going to backstab each other. Yeah. I mean, the Prime ones get closer, honestly. Yeah. Because but, the Prime uh, ones, here's the thing about the Prime ones, is that they're all the same personality. Like, listen, one of them, yeah, one of them, Sunstorm is literally, a, like, a pathological sycophant, and Ramjet lies all the time. That's not a good union. Yeah. Yeah, but... The, who, the do you, who are you choosing for, who are you bringing to collective bargaining? Slipstream, Slipstream is the only choice. Slipstream is the, yeah. I mean, you want, like, a couple of them. So, like, Starscream, main, probably Slipstream, and m maybe Sunstorm, actually? Butter them up? That's right. Yeah, that's, that seems like the play. You don't want you don't want Thundercracker in there. Don't want Thundercracker in there. Don't want. I mean, Ramjet would be an interesting play. <laughs> don't want Skywarp in there. Skywarp would just like apologize all the time. And be like, please don't yeah. fire me. Um. Okay, we get to move on. Yeah, Discord time. Yeah. Okay. First up, from whoopa. From Slipstream Sam, which Starscream clone slash seekers in general would get owned the hardest by Kevin McAllister's Piles of Pain or a similar Cybertronian equivalent to the scenario, whatever, you know the drill? Skywarp. I mean, it depends on what version of Skywarp. If we're talking about I mean, animated, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're talking about, I think we're talking about these guys, these yeah. clones. Yeah, um, in, in that case, in that case, animated, no question. Seekers in general, seekers in general, there is actually a seeker who is a canonical misery magnet. That's that, Dirge. That is Dirge, yeah. So I don't know that that would mean hardest. he gets owned the hardest, though. But I do think yeah. just like the Coneheads as a trio probably get owned pretty hard. Yeah, they're all significant. Yeah, The Coneheads just are the guys who suck. If you specifically pair like G1, Ramjet, and Dirge, they get owned really hard. Yeah. Because Ramjet's whole thing is that he's so fucking dumb, he literally just headbutts everything. Like, he just runs into things with his head. And Thrust is too much of an egomaniac to do anything. Yeah, like he's not he's not gonna participate in this shit, but Dirge, yeah. obviously. Um, okay. Nero from Disney Minus asks Vera asks in the silly Scottish voice, if you could clone yourself, would you? Um, no. <laughs> Doing work. Like it's I from from really like speaking very genuinely from an ethical standpoint, that makes me so uncomfortable be fucked up it's crazy yeah. uh, look the thing is all of these guys know they're clones but that would be fucked up in real life the best 
One of the best depictions of like clone characters I've ever seen is from Invincible, the Mauler twins. Because oh they my god, do, they're yeah, those are really good. They remove the knowledge of which one is the original, so they both think they're the original because otherwise they would have a fucking existential crisis. Yeah, and I just Very, like, and even even outside of that, it's just like there's like things about like personhood and like. when you become Mm -hmm. your own person kind of stuff that it's just like i don't no i would not like to be cloned no yeah that'd be weird yeah it's like uh sometimes like oh it would be nice if i could just astral project into my like send a copy of myself into work so i could just chill all day but i've seen too many fucking stories about you know doing that and then your your like mirror copy comes to fucking kill you or something um Veer also asks oh no you just found out that you're some kind of robot person your parents were actively keeping it a secret whatever will you do uh cope badly seems to be the yeah. answer i don't know how i'd be able to handle that i would probably well it depends on what i could do if i was just like a, if i could have I, i'm sure i figured i had cool robot powers i guess what kind of robot am i can i like fly if i could fly i'd be i'd kind of be okay with that if i could still fuck nasty i think i'd be okay it's like, is that canon though is it canon though? Is it, is it canon? <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I guess we're keeping that in, huh? <laughs> it's a good bit. Um, me, Mister Gay, Daphnis asks, "Hey, why does TFA Optimus have lips like that? I think it's so he can <laughs> to." Yeah, that is why he has this. Yep. Like Overlord, Lush, luscious lips for no damn reason. Aurora, Aurora Animated asks, um, given enough time to prepare, could Kevin McAllister defeat a Decepticon? Bonus, who do you think the most powerful Decepticon he could reasonably defeat? Yes, he could. He could definitely defeat a Decepticon. I don't think he I could would defeat, s- like... I would say he could Megatron. probably defeat Overlord. Yeah, I maybe. Overlord, that's playing with the fire. He's a dangerous one, but he is also, like, he's a little blinded by pride. You know? Yeah, or Tarn. Again, I don't think he could take on the entire DJD, but I think if yeah, it was, was just Tarn, I don't think he could take on the entire D- DJD, but I think if it was Tarn in isolation. Yeah, I think maybe he could he could get rid of Tarn. He could definitely. Tarn's could a little weenie. He is. He's he's like. Tarn he's is. All the... I think I think a lot of people, because of how deadly he is, overlook how p- truly pathetic Tarn is. He is. He's like a fucking wannabe Megatron. He's like a, he's yeah. like this little, these little, this little poser. Um. And like, yeah, he's he's cool and he's got a scary power, but ultimately he's just some fucking guy. Yep. And we see how all that turns out for him. Doesn't doesn't turn out well, I'll tell you that much. Doesn't go well for old Tarn. <laughs> um, Veer asks again, um, with zero prep time, how many Decepticons could Weird Al defeat within 24 hours and how many gags per minute is he getting? Okay, the second answer to that one is like one, like at least one per minute, maybe, maybe two. Like it's a high. I don't quantity. know. So here's the thing: like I, I don't think Weird Al could defeat big robots. That's right. He's not. He's not really like a traps guy. He's like a goof guy. I don't. Yeah. Think, I think he could. And this isn't even one. talking about traps. This is just front and up and down defeat i don't think El- weird Al could defeat a decepticon i'm gonna he's be not, real with you he's not cl- he's not clever in that way but he is you know he's like uh i he's think a he, could man. Befri- he could befriend a decepticon with prep time that's what i think yeah but this is and with zero prep time though 
Yeah, I don't think it's happening, Veer. I'm going to be honest. Um, Veer also has a second question. Which Transformers character is who in this video? And there's a video below. I'm going to make the executive decision that we're not going to answer that one because we don't have time. It's too long. Yeah. Two uh, two minutes and 15 seconds. Um, Sidewinder Sabrina asks, um, what does the female clone of Starscream represent? Uh, the gay part the, the we, competent we, we, we gay part yep. yeah we, the, the gay girl boss part um how many animated star screams would it take to one screw in a light bulb and two actually defeat megatron in combat well i think at, like three on the well, second one well three did not work this time it, it look outside interference it That's only true. It worked both times like Starscream, ramjet and slipstream had him like twice that's true but outside interference you know and i think as long as it was the right one any uh, a single one could screw in the light bulb slipstream could screw in the light bulb yeah slipstream could do it starscream could do it the beyond that it's thundercracker probably could he'd spend a long time talking about how good he is at screwing in light bulbs though that's true but that doesn't mean he can do it it would take an hour and a half but he would get around to it eventually yeah you we, we put no uh no stipulations on screwing in the light bulb as long as it gets done that's what matters and i think he could sky do it. warp would be too afraid of it shattering in his hand um ramjet would lie about it would he, lie. he, he would say did, he's he like already, yeah he i did. did it yeah he's like I, I can clearly see it on the floor there no you can't um and uh sunstorm would be too overwhelmed by his adoration of others skills screw- right. screwing in like oh to do but it my, himself. i would not deny you such a such an opportunity though, to, to work on work on it yourself though i will say sunstorm could do it if he saw someone else do it first yes because oh, I, he does I, I, use the stasis cuff <laughs> on prowl yeah, after seeing I, prowl do it to uh I, believe, I can't even remember which one thundercracker maybe uh it's ramjet he 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 cuffs ramjet because because ramjet then says i was never cuffed right that's right it's my pleasure to help you get out of here i was never yes (laughs) i was ever i was ever i was ever stuck yeah um okay um also why was any of the autobots surprised uh bulkhead was an expert on space bridges the thing he went to boot camp for specifically like i said they don't take interest in their friend's interests. Yeah. And also... talk to him enough. And also, what the hell is wrong with Isaac belittling Bulkhead? Why was Megatron the only one who believes in him? Um, yeah, it's no. It's fucked up. It's, it's... Yeah, we talked about it. It's not good. Bulkhead should join the Decepticons. Um, Look, you know, you think about it. He'd be appreciated there. He already he can befriend. I'm he not sure. The you know, Nero. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> well, at least he would. He could befriend the constructor guns again. He did it once. He could do it again. They're easy that, to that get he along could do. With. I'm not sure that he would be appreciated by the Decepticons, though. I think that might be a stretch. More appreciated than he is now. Also, not sure about that, homie. Mm. Um, Veer asks how many star screams did it take to bring down the Queen of England and how many out of that number survived um, which one did it which one did it a star scream original babe yeah he just and it only takes one yeah and uh, I mean all he did was breathe on her you straight just strafe that old biddy's castle a few times you'll get her she, the I mean, null rays she'd been dead she'd actually been dead for months by the time she, he got to her um <laughs> just like kissinger 
God. You cannot convince me at this point that they are not weekend at Bernieing. Yeah, that Kissinger's man is corpse. He's that been dead is, for like two years. That man is taxidermied. Um, his body, his 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 brain hasn't caught up with his body yet. Yeah, like his body's been dead for like a year and a half. He just doesn't know it yet. Um, Saw Witch in the fog. Uh, asks. How do you think the Starscream clones would interact with their namesakes and vice versa? Honestly, a lot of them are not very similar to their counterparts at all, yeah. right? Like the G1 ones, I feel like the Elite Trine would all hate them. Oh so, yeah, like, like Skywarp Skywarp would hate animated Skywarp. I think that's yes. probably the worst one. Yes. Yeah. Um thundercracker would not enjoy animated Wait, thundercracker but like i know who would love their animated counterpart i know who would adore their animated counterpart sunstorm yeah because he would uh-huh. always have someone to tell him how cool he is sunstorm and yeah right and then they can like praise the sun together that's right they can be a little religious yeah sunstorm gets to start a cult with his clone um ramjet's too stupid to care about any of this shit like i said his thing is literally he runs into things with his head yeah his name he's named ramjet like what he his, his, he's 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 the most concussed man in the universe slipstream would probably get along pretty well with her later counterparts yeah because that's the weird thing right because like yeah this is actually the first slipstream this yeah, is the this, this is... is the progenitor right but she would probably get along with like cyberverse slipstream and um or would their personalities clash because like they're both so fucking i think I, eh, I think i think they they would figure it out yeah i think i think, I think they would recognize um people trying to pit, pit two bad bitches against each other that's right they're they're not gonna allow that shit they're yeah. better than that um uh from aurora again uh did ratchet and the omega Su- and omega supreme explore each other's bodies yep yes we we established this he did he did fuck that old man did fuck that ship many times do you ship it from veer yes, yes. <laughs> um <laughs> he, says he is the ship which uh, is all, all this is true also from veer uh how would you feel if fanzone was in other transformers <laughs> media <laughs> not like with the transformers where it's that universe's version of the character but literally the same guy he just moved cities and unknowingly hopped universes so you get situations like optimus <laughs> greetings i am fanzone optimus prime yeah yeah i could tell from the paint job you guys all really like bl- red and blue for whatever reason i mean and put him in any of them he's always gonna be miserable <laughs> although i want to see him in the bayverse yeah he always hates robots that's right. When the rules of the Bayverse, he can murder those guys. Humans can kill Transformers in that universe, and I think he'd be really happy about that. Imagine yeah. Fanzone doing the thing from the first movie where he's sliding around the, along the ground and shooting Blackout in the dick and balls. <laughs> yeah, I think he would be really excited to... Um... <laughs> he would found Cemetery Wind. Uh, yeah, to, to enact robot violence. He would. He'd love it. He'd be like, oh, I'd fi- finally, my time to shine. Let's get this bread. He blows up one of those fucking NASCAR guys with like a bomb. I don't know. Can you believe those are the wreckers in that fucking universe? Yeah. Disgusting. Um, Ruby Road Rage, Ruby asks, which ship, real or fictional, seaborn or airborne or spaceborn, living or sentient or otherwise, would you like to symbiotically bond with? Is that what we're calling it these days? Is that uh, canon? I, the Enterprise. 
Enterprise is pretty good. It's got a lot of history, too. It's got a lot of history. Got a lot of good captains in there. Um, gone to a lot of frontiers. Um, Ooh. Hmm. I gotta think on this one. It's got good bones. I've never, yeah, I was gonna say like a boat, but I've never actually been on a boat. I want to, you know, because I, I like boats. I like reading and and watching stuff about like old ocean liners and stuff. But like all the ones I like have sunk. I want to hang out with the Queen Mary. That's just boring. I don't care how many ghosts are in there. Shit. Like, I'll, whenever you get these questions, your brain instantly forgets every ship. It just ejects out of my skull. It's like I don't know what a ship is. What kind of was uh uh what about um oh you know um holy shit i really did just forget every space <laughs> move on i okay. i literally can't think of anything it's all our, gone our last our last question is what's the most fuckable ship and th- since you still can't think of ships i'll answer it's the normandy from mass effect because it has um a navigation system that has a sexy robot body literally the most fuckable ship yeah you can fuck that you can you can fuck you can fuck ship. that ship you can fuck the Normandy. You can fuck that ship. That's all anyone wanted on a mass They just wanted to fuck the ship. Just like Ratchet. Still got nothing, huh, bud? I, boats and ships don't exist to me anymore. I don't know how any, I don't know how it all works. No, I got, I, it's, ba ba I am, uh, I got nothing. The, like, literally my brain feels like it is the the radiator overheated and i'm just like leaking out of my right ear or something so let's end the episode sounds good before i forget any other um, important information the fucking the fucking billionaire submarine is the most fuckable ship because it (laughs) kills (laughs) kills billionaires that's right what what a brave hero (laughs) because it does praxis vaporizing all those guys at once just like Omega Supreme, the self-sacrifice is, is so great. Well, that's been Transformers Animated Season 2, and we have been Prime Cuts. Find us on Twitter, Prime Cuts Pod, and on NoiseSpace.xyz with all sorts of other shows that you can listen to about basically anything you can imagine. It's there. Just think about Mostly it. Mostly pop culture. Are you thinking of something? There's a show about that. No, not that. That's too esoteric. I don't think esoteric is the issue. (laughs) Levels of esoteric are the issue with noise space shows. Well, that one's. I don't know why anyone would make a podcast about that. That one's just weird. Anyway, I'm near. You can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Blue Sky Dragon Smoocher. Nope. Wrong. Dragon Snuggler. Nope. Wrong. Double wrong. (laughs) Triple wrong. Boats. You're having like Um, what I was having last week. I'm having a real brain fart moment. It is, it is, it is a fucking well done egg in there right now. Um, I am on co-host at Dragon Smoocher. Jesus, God, Nero, Dragon Snuggler, Blue Sky, Nero Wyvern, Tumblr, Cyclonus with a five on the end of it. I really should check if that you if the real you if the real one's available. It won't be. Um, it probably isn't. Uh, other shows, Ready for Heidlin, HeidlinRadio.tumblr.com, Ready for Heidlin, uh, Talk Cycles, same thing, Talk Cycles. Uh, Teen Titans Season 2, coming up, it's Terra time. Another rocks, like angst, this season's got a lot of it, that's it for me. 
I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and Blue Sky at Optimon on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. Uh, you can listen to the other podcast I do called Pod of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! It's also on Noise Space. I've been cast in a radio drama um, that will be having more information coming out soon because we are almost done with the um, the edit for it. So that will be coming out soon. I'm starting a uh, foodie New York foodie podcast on the Moonshot Network called I'm Eden here. And that's me. So, um, until next time. <laughs> uh, what am I going to do until next time? Um, I also have to figure out what we're going to watch next. That's something. Yeah, yeah you got to think about our next selection for the new year. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to grab Nero um, as my personal shield to any projectiles that come my way, transform Ow. and roll out. Ow. <laughs> Ow! Why did you do that? I'm, I was gonna transform her out, but now I'm all covered in fucking laser holes and I can't fucking move. It's rough, buddy. Peach. Peach. <laughs>